Today, we're going to talk about integrative health, which is a holistic approach to overall health, wellness, and vitality. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. All right, Giant Builders, good afternoon. And today's guest is Pallas, and she is a participant in Conscious Medicine. How are you, Pallas? I'm doing really well, thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Well, thank you. I'm happy to have you. (laughs) So can you tell me a little bit about Conscious Medicine? Sure. So conscious medicine, uh, it works with the, well, it's, it's ultimately it's quantum physics and quantum medicine, and it's working with the frequencies and patterns held within, held within the body, mind, and the different energy fields of who and what we are and how we're created. And conscious medicine kind of in layman's terms is working with the conscious and unconscious belief systems that are held within our systems that either facilitate thriving and health and abundance or energetically impact and uh, take away from that ability to thrive and be healthy and can cause uh, dis-ease, disharmony, discord within, you know, within the body systems that then show up as things that can be labeled, you know, okay. uh, such as like a cancer or anxiety or allergies or mental health disturbances, things like that. Okay. How did you get into this type of medicine? Um, So that story has to do with my own personal healing journey. Uh, I definitely didn't start in this realm at all. I I come from a very more traditional background. You know, historically, uh, I, I was a I was a technical recruiter for Microsoft and Power Grids Energy Systems in the country. Uh, and gosh, it's been about, so my son's 15, it's been about 15 and a half years ago that the my health journey started. And um, I got really, really sick within an hour of my son being born and it was never diagnosed. And it was something that um, just kind of felt like a mom fail right out of the gates, just hit hit the wall with panic and anxiety, hormones broke. Absolutely, there was postpartum issues that were associated with that, but never never diagnosed. Um, that just increased, those symptoms increased over the next couple years. My daughter was born 21 months later. Uh, when she was born, I lost my ability to sleep. It broke my endocrine system. And just the symptoms and mental health challenges just exacerbated but i was moving through life uh behaving as if nothing was wrong uh but inside it was so painful and so it it hurt so much because i had ultimately kind of fast forward down the road ended up getting labeled with panic disorder anxiety disorders some personality disorders um generalized anxiety, just a lot of really crazy stuff psychologically. And I was traded or treated for mental illness. Um, and my doctor, my psychiatrist at, at that point said, well, sometimes when women have babies, it just kicks in latent mental illness. And that's just kind of the, basically he said, this is the luck of the draw for oh, me. This is crazy. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
Exactly. And so I'm in the throes of all of this. And I have never been historically a person to take drugs and, you know, look outside of myself in those ways to, to try to heal. But I had no, I, I was completely falling apart. And I was at this point in my life where I didn't even know if I could get out of bed to take care of my family. So I'm like, I don't agree with what you're telling me is what I was thinking inside because I, I was like, I went in to have my baby and I walked out nuts. <laughs> really for the most part i lost in my entire life but now at this point i just need something to intervene for me i just need an, i need intervention so that i can show up in my life and so fast forward from that a lot of challenges with the drugs and interactions and uh my body just my body systems not being able to to manage them but it became this complicated is it you know is it something underneath the surface or is it the drugs and then my husband stumbled upon an interview with Dr. Daniel Amen from the Amen Clinics in Orange County, California. They're basically like the top brain science clinic in the world. And um, it was about two weeks later, I was on a plane from Colorado, uh, flying to Orange County, California to spend four days getting brain scans, spec scans, personality, psychological, psychiatric, cognitive test, you know, just to get what the heck is going on $15,000 worth of blood tests, which blood tests were the only thing that were covered by insurance because it's all, you know, integrative and functional medicine. Mm -hmm. And it came back that I had, I had Lyme disease. And, and then I had, uh, you know, an active, active co-infections, one of which was Ehrlichia that had embedded in my endocrine system. I had, came back, I had brain damage, I had parasites in the brain, and that set me off on this whole other journey of like why I was sick. And so um, I don't want to take up the whole, you know, our whole conversation about it, but it's that, you know, was totally healthy one day, had a baby, the trauma impact on my body released this latent thing in my body that then started, you know, wrecking havoc over the years that took about, what was it, probably five, five years, six years to ultimately get, get diagnosed with some labels, which then put me on this journey of trying to unpack like what, what's wrong with me. And so with integrative medicine, it started with, with herbs, working with my doctors there and working with supplements and some, and different drugs, uh, which kind of helped, but never got me through all of it. Then I moved over into working with a naturopathic doctor in Boulder um, from there that then kind of branched out to cranial sacral therapy, somatic therapy, working with nervous system work. Uh, from there, then that branched out to uh, Chinese, traditional Chinese medicine, but all frequency based medicine. So we never had any needles. They used different machines and ways to measure biofields and certain resonances of things that were in my going on and disrupting me. Um, and I, I was heavy, heavy with these guys for about about six years. I can definitely say that they saved my life. Um, and then from there, I started, uh, I got connected with a practitioner who does body talk, which is clinical energy medicine or conscious medicine as well. And that was my next really deep dive into bringing back balance into my body and unpacking these stress patterns, traumas and whatnot that were ultimately making me really sick. Mm -hmm. um, 
body talk itself can, it's a really cool modality that it can also call out to other modalities that if that's something that's needed, kind of a second level thing, where I then started working with a shaman out of uh, Ohio. And that went down some really deep, crazy at that time to me, rabbit holes. Mm -hmm. um, and then coming out the other side of that, as I began healing, as I was regaining my mind, I said to the universe, spirit, to God, you know, whatever term, said, if I never make it through this, if I never get better, I at least, I, I, I'm asking to be able to have a reason that I've suffered so greatly, that I have been so sick, and I want to be able to pay it forward, even if I never get better. And I didn't really know what I was truly asking at the time. Um, but then as I was coming out of this, I decided I wanted to investigate these modalities that were helping me. All these things were traditional medicine and even integrative medicine couldn't touch it. Mm -hmm. And that began my exploration of these very deep alternative modalities. So I ended up studying and working with and mentoring with a whole variety of practitioners and going really, really deep in what is ultimately quantum physics uh, and different aspects of spiritual root causes of dis-ease and disharmony in the body uh, to where I am now to uh, as, a, as a very as a whole healthy individual I'm no longer sick I'm not connected to those things of my past the disease states and whatnot it was well over a decade of of working through this to unpack this Lyme disease which was ultimately killing me and mm -hmm. so I'm here today with my personal experience and wisdom and studies to be able to pay it forward to, to others, um, to facilitate healing and balancing in both humans and animals. Oh my goodness. You've been through so much. It's, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Yes. All right. So when, I, when I come to see you, it doesn't matter if I think or know or believe I have a disease, you're just working with the body as a whole function. Mm -hmm. That is okay. correct. Okay. So what would be, what would a first meeting look like? Um, well, a first meeting at this point. So I've integrated heart math into the work that I do. And so ultimately the, with the more esoteric intangible work aside that, uh, you know, for a lot of people's like, I don't quite get it. I don't believe in it or, or, you know, or whatnot, like working with the energy systems in the body is now measurable and there's machinery, there's the equipment, there's technology that can measure the, the biofields and the, and the energy systems and process during the healing. But um, outside of that, I've been, I've been studying and certifying in heart math and heart math is a heart brain connection. And there's a very specific frequency that the heart and the brain need to be in balance to create what's called coherence in the body. And when there's coherence in the body, it creates a homeostasis where then the body systems can then basically reboot. They can reboot, it gives them space to have the proper cellular signaling, um, to remember how to organize itself, right? And so first step would be like in a 90 minute session, we would spend the first 90 minutes working with a heart rate variability system um, through heart math, which I hook up to the ear, it's a biofeedback system and working with very specific breath work and monitoring first when they come in, what is the coherence 
of the, you know, the frequencies of the heart and the heart-brain connection, and then moving through to bring a homeostasis teaching how to, have, you know, how to teach them how to bring this coherence into their body. And so I want to start the sessions in a coherent state, but also with a practice that these individuals can take out into the world as something that they can utilize on a daily basis, you know, in a, in a busy meeting, when they're driving in, you know, in traffic or when they're going to bed. Um, or just whatever, right? And so these are practices that you you could be doing right now talking to me and nobody would even know that you were doing it. It's just, it's a way of breathing and connecting with the okay. heart, okay. right? Okay, so it's a breathing process. It's a it's a breathing process that connects with a um, an amplified emotion. Like whatever the deepest negative emotion is, that's holding you back when you can connect with a beneficial emotion, an amplified emotion of gratitude, of, of thankfulness, of happiness, if you're able to connect with that, or even just neutrality, that raises the frequency of, of the detrimental, of the negative vibration that's going on in the body that's disrupting the harmony or creating disharmony between the heart and the brain. Okay. You know, so we're, we're bringing them so that they move together, like, you know, like this, rather than like this kind of thing. And so, yeah, and so it's a, it's a breathing technique that is connected with an elevated emotion and then there's some different ways to kind of organize around that for yourself or within the room and um and bringing that coherence into the body and so i like to start with that mm -hmm. so that we're starting with the body in as close to you know a, a coherent you know homeostasis as possible so that the energy work that we're doing is more natural it, it does there's not as much resistance in the body just to start moving moving through the energy patterns the energy systems in the body and so um this work can be done distance like you and i right here or it can be done here here in my office as well and so then the next part to a session would then be you know you would tell me kind of what's been going on with you in your life um, what are things that are bothering you? I mean, maybe you're going to speak to me about specific labels and diagnoses and whatnot, because that's your language and language and patterning around mm -hmm. those things, right? And then for me, um, hearing all of these things, uh, we work together to come up with the, you know, what is our highest priority today? You know, so it will say it's something to do with serious stress in the life and challenges re with relationships and you know, it, it, we could be talking like something on that level versus even a disease state. And so maybe our highest priority is bringing ease and balance into your everyday living. And so within, so from that point, um, I then will test to see, are we gonna stop, start with specifically with, with body talk, which is a very specific clinical protocol. Do we wanna start with one of my other modalities to continue to move into that coherent state within the body, within the body mind? And the session itself is there's never any practitioner agenda. Like, like if you were go would, you know, go into psychotherapy, it's like, okay, today we're gonna talk about that thing that happened when you were six years old. Yeah. Whether or not you're actually ready for it, which might totally upregulate you, mm -hmm. right? It's it's about what comes up uh, in a very specific clinical protocol that the body mind and the innate intelligence of who and what you are, the fabric of you, is ready to address. So it is, there's, there's no trauma associated with that. It's a natural progression of where your body mind is and it's ready to defrag these 
these complex, these stress patterns, right? And so uh, from there, if you, if, if, if this was distance, I would have you sitting in a quiet, comfortable space, kind of continuing with this heart math, this calming, comfortable space to kind of just move into more of an alpha wave brain state, um, similar if you were here. And then from there, I would start working through my, my modalities of, and my, and, and these processes of, of what comes up next, like what are our areas to address? Cause like with body talk, if we were using that, it's a very specific protocol where we could be working in energies. We could be dealing with the specific environment that you're in. We could be going down to, uh, to your lungs. And is it the right or left lung? And if it's the left lung, which part of the lung is it go down to the cellular level and looking at very, very specific things that have imbalance in them. And then there's a story underneath this that we then uh, as a practitioner, shine a light on this formula for the body mind to recognize this, this pattern that's gotten complicated in there so that it can then recognize it kind of like a virus in your computer that's starting to slow the computer down when you run the virus scan, then the operating system can go, oh, you're not actually a part of me. Now I know what to do with you. I can defrag you and get you out of here. As the practitioner, it's the same thing. It's kind of bringing that viral code to, to light so that the body mind can go, oh, you're not actually a part of me. Now I can defrag you and I can balance back to a higher level and you know be able to move towards a, a stronger homeostasis, a stronger coherence. And so once we recognize that stress pattern held in the body mind, it's not something that ever has to be addressed again because the body mind has recognized it, it's been defragged, balanced to a higher level, and then we continue on with the session. Now it doesn't mean, it, it, it may mean that we um, manage that particular situation in one session. I mean, you can, it's not common that everything's taken care of in one because we have a lot of years behind us that have built up you know, these complexities in our systems. Mm -hmm. uh, but we've, once you defrag that, that one belief system, it's never there to be seen again. Now we might need to address the same topic but with a slightly different perspective for a belief system that kind of runs parallel, but is slightly different, right? And so it's shedding the layers of the onion. And okay. as we shed those layers of the onion, every time it's bringing the body into a higher and higher state of coherence and homeostasis with the ability to self-heal. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So in your information, you talked about matrix dynamics. Yes. Can you expand on that for me? Yeah. So matrix dynamics, uh, this is a really interesting part, uh, extension of, of body talk, conscious medicine specifically. Um, and this is where you can work with groups. Uh, you can like a matrix is you and your family, for example, mm -hmm. right? It can be you and your dog, you and your cat you and your partner, if you have children, you and your parents, cousins, whatnot. Any, any connection that you have with another living entity creates energetic bonds where you're influencing each other on some level, right? Okay. And so these energetic connections uh, can, can either create, again, we're looking at coherence and homeostasis and balance, which then creates thriving and high levels of communication or it, if there's not a high level 
uh, or if there's a disrupted energetic connection, it then can create incoherence and disharmony and challenges in communication and challenges in building relationships, right? Mm -hmm. And so with matrix work, matrix dynamics, it's working to improve the energetic interrelationships within within the uh, within within groups, within families, within teams, uh, or within organizations within a company uh, to create higher levels of coherence, balance, and harmony, higher levels of communication, which ultimately can create a healthy whole baseline environment, and that can be culture in a you know in an organization in a corporate in a corporate space in a family a healthy family dynamic healthy environment healthy culture within you know within the family itself and so it's it's just working with these complex dynamics uh from a different just from an energetic and energetic perspective so then is that everybody kind of like together like doing like a breathing type exercise or is this a conversation that i'm having with people uh no so it's very different than that okay. um there's i mean there's a lot of a lot of layers of kind of what goes on behind the scenes for me but this would be similar to an energy medicine session like i described mm -hmm. um working to the, the the operating system concept of enabling that organization or the individual that I'm speaking with or about the concept going on to bring to light kind of the story behind the scenes that's causing the disharmony and then enabling that system to defrag this, uh, this, this, the, 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 the virus, you know, the virus running in the background that then improves these energetic relationships. So there's still on my behalf, it's still, doing this conscious medicine work in a traditional energy medicine session where you could be the CEO representing a company of 5,000 people and we're working on the concept behind, you know, what's going on organizationally. But then underneath that, uh, so underneath that, like for me, my, my primary focus with matrix work is actually working with corporate organizations. It's, uh, and, and bringing more harmony you know, within these organizations that would come to me that have dysfunction or challenges retaining people, um, organizational performance, um, things like that. It's, it's ultimately how that works in, a, in an organization such as that is that the CEO, you can think of the CEO as, as, the, as the mind for the entire organization. Okay. And that the way we work is that we tend to think that our outside world is our core reality, but that, that that whatever we project on the outside is 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 most real, and people tend to not recognize or ignore the fact that our greatest reality is what goes on internally. And mm -hmm. while we can put on makeup and pretty clothes and fancy stuff and you know project appearances and masks, we ultimately can't hide the harmony or disharmony that's going on inside of us. And so when there's an organization that is having challenges, having a toxic culture, having challenges retaining people, you know, the organizational dynamics are, com you know, are compromised or, you know, there's this disharmony, it's ultimately a reflection of the CEO and the CEO's mind. And then beneath the CEO, you know, his, his or her 
uh, you know, the executives beneath them, right? And so what I would do is I would go and do individual work with the CEO and whatever, whoever the individuals were that he wouldn't want to include in this matrix, do mm -hmm. coaching and energy medicine for these folks individually. Um, and then additionally, as we're, as I'm working with them to bring them more into individual coherence and homeostasis, then we'll be doing more organizational work from the concept of the organization and bringing more harmony and coherence into the organization. Mm -hmm. But it starts with, it starts with the individuals who are running the whole, you know, the whole environment and creating that environment because when we can bring harmony and balance and joy and abundance into their lives, then it's going to reflect in the systems beneath them. And a very, very important factor is that a lot of individuals try really hard to separate personal from professional mm. and you can't like that's, that's, that's a mask to wear also. And having to have a blend of the two and a recognition of the two that your professional is still just a projection of who and what you are in your everyday life, either in high functioning or low functioning spaces. Okay. What do you think would take or what would be involved with bringing this conscious medicine into like the mainstream or the corporate culture? Uh, that's a good question. So I actually have had the opportunity to partner with a company called Viral Growth Media and they work with coaches, practitioners, small businesses um, like myself to bring the work that we do into a very applied, uh, a very practical, applied, progressive space um, to bring it to to bring what we do into the mainstream work, mm -hmm. um, the mainstream culture. And so right now I'm actually working with them to create my branding and get my messaging out there all my verbal assets my visual assets and then all the work all of our our uh, marketing space is going to be done on on linkedin which is very targeted to the demographics that you know that the people who are working with viral growth um you know are are, are looking to connect with and i come from a tech background uh you know i come from that's that's where i grew up that's where all my friends are and so uh, that's where all the people I know that are influencers, they're, you know, VPs now, they're directors, they have their own companies, they're with Microsoft, they're with Amazon, they're with Google, whoever, right? And uh, to me, I, my, my demographic is the IT industry, Silicon Valley, uh, in general here in the States, uh, because my belief is that the tech industries have so much influence over our culture in yeah. so many different ways and you know these the and to be able to bring this kind of work into this other realm and work with these individuals to create this you know higher level of individual coherence group coherence organizational coherence it then will be able to to pay it forward into the world itself and how it impacts the lives of people globally Right. And when you're starting from a space of conscious awareness of self, conscious awareness of those around you in a healthy, whole environment, and then how that shows up in the products and services that are ultimately put out into the public, into the world. Mm 
And uh, my goal with what I do also, though, is to is to work on patterning the language around what I do to get out of the techno babble and the this like, what are you saying to me in Greek, you know, or, <laughs> or, or whatnot, and to bring it into very tangible terms about this is the work I do. Like, don't get hung up on the fact that it's quantum, quantum work. Don't get hung up on the fact that it's this more esoteric stuff. It's these are the measurable out, outcomes that you're going to be able to have in your organization by doing this kind of work, you know? And so it's, uh, it's just really important to me to be able to bring this kind of work for me, organizational, because I can touch the lives of so many people, but to bring this really profound work into the mainstream, because it's, I believe it's critical in the evolution of, of humans as a whole. And it's not necessarily, you know, the, the work of, of quantum medicine, but it's, it's what comes out of that by creating a deep level of conscious awareness in each of us individually so that we can wake up out of our dreams, out of our dream that we are limited in who and what we are, bound by our stresses, bound by our traumas, bound by our emotions, and that there's so much more out there and available to us to excel in our own lives and really truly become our true selves mm -hmm. in a highly beneficial, highly impactful heart-driven, love-driven way. All right. Well, any closing thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> any closing thoughts? Oh, gosh. Um, I guess my closing thoughts are that these concepts that I'm talking about are very new and very intangible to the majority of people out there. And I would encourage you know, people who are listening, who are curious, who are like, huh, that sounds kind of interesting. Not sure that I get it. Not sure that I dig it. But to, to be curious and to have an open mind and to be open to exploring and seeing and trying new things. Because in our lives, when we are looking to change ourselves, when we're looking to transform in our lives, uh, within our families, within our companies, within our traumas, within our marriages, our partnerships, whatever. And we keep running into walls and we're just not able to break through those walls. The reason that we can't do it is because we're looking, we keep looking in the same place that we've always looked for the answers. And when we always look in the same place that we look for the answers, we're never going to find the answers. And the answers are someplace that we've never looked before. Mm -hmm. And to be open and to be open to the possibility and potential of something else that can be profoundly impactful in a surprising way that they never expected it to show up in their lives. Great. All right. Giant Builders, be curious. Check <laughs> her out. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I really appreciate the information and we'll definitely have all your links below so that people can reach you. Okay. All right. That's Thanks, great. Giant Builders. See you next time. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.